The following is a sponsored program on WBT. When springtime comes to the Carolinas, it means warmer weather and longer days. It also means fresh vegetables and fruits. And that's what we're going to talk about now here on the Carolina Outdoors. Wes Lawson right there, Bill Barty here Wednesday over at Jesse Brown's Outdoors. We had tons of people coming up the stairs, coming up the elevator, free elevator rides at Jesse Brown's, for their CSA pickup. This is a subscription to the farm. And that's where we're going right now with Sam Hall at the Bush and Vine Farm. Sam, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Thank you, Bill. Uh, thanks for having me today. Man, we love having you because you give us a little bit of insight into fruits, veggies, and the farm. We, we know that we'll find you down there kind of walking the rows of strawberries, maybe out on a tractor, maybe in that facility you have, that enclosed facility that you have now making sure everyone is happy there in Filbert, South Carolina. Where is that? It's conveniently located between York and Clover, right on Highway 161. Sam, you had a whole bunch of rain this winter, and we want to find out here on the Carolina Outdoors what that means for us this spring with our vegetables and with the fruit there at the Bush and Vine. How is it going thus far? Uh, it's going good, you know. The rain rain is good uh, for the farm this time of year. Um, it helps replenish that water table, uh, get all the lakes and um, ponds full, which is which is good for irrigation purposes because most likely it'll be dry in the summertime. So uh, we're thankful for the rain. It slowed us down a little bit from getting in the field this uh, this spring. Um, so running a little bit behind as far as our planting, but, uh, we've got lots of good broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, spinach, lettuce, um, uh, cabbage, just lot, lots of different, uh, greens, uh, planted in the field and making preparations for those, uh, summertime vegetables as well. So, so is that what's going uh, in the ground now? Or are you putting in the ground now the 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 summertime vegetables, which I, that means corn, that means okra, that means watermelon and cantaloupes? Is all that going in right now? Yes, that's that's all kind of taking place. We're a little bit early still. We haven't started seeding any of that yet. We're just about a week or so out from that. Um, we're finishing up the more of the spring type vegetables in the summer. Uh, summer ones are soon to follow, uh, so it's still a little bit uh, cool, um, but we hope to get our first planting of uh, sweet corn in the ground within the next week, and uh, we'll be planting and seeding our uh, squash and cucumbers and, and tomatoes, that sort of thing, in the greenhouses to get them started going, and then by the time they're ready to be planted in the field, it will hopefully be warm enough out in the field by then, so... So Sam, I have a question for you about okra. I think this is this is you're going to unravel a mystery for me. If I go to the grocery store and buy okra, it's always green. But when I open my Bush and Vine CSA box, sometimes that okra might be purple. Uh huh. What's that all about? Because it's good. I like it. But why is yours purple and the grocery stores is green? It's just a different variety, and uh, we we like to add a little flair. Uh, to our okra and, and give people a little, a little variety, a little 
color variety there. So it's just a different variety of okra, and we like to make a, a pretty mix. Uh, you know, makes 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 it a little more interesting rather than just the plain green that you can get from the grocery store. Yeah, I like the way it looks. I like the way it tastes. I think it's great. Yeah. So you didn't mention one thing. You didn't mention your strawberries, and I think you're holding out because y'all strawberries are a little bit special. Why are yours so much better than every other strawberry on the market? Oh, well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, they, they, there's a lot of love and uh, hard work that goes into those strawberries. And, um, you know, that's just what we've always we've always grown here on the farm since 1979 is strawberries. And so there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of years of um, of of planning and 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 uh, learning uh, about strawberries uh, over the past uh, forty two years now, and uh, so a lot, lot of a lot of expertise from from my dad's end. Uh, he's the one that kind of started growing strawberries here on the farm, and but it's a it's a team effort. Uh, lots of lots of hard work. Well, that's... When, we, when he first started in 79, we grew strawberries for three to four weeks out of the year, and now it's 36 to 38 weeks out of the year. So. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. You know, strawberries are known as a seasonal for many farms in many mm-hmm. places, but not the bush and vine farm. Um, it's not seasonal. It's almost, well, you just said it, 36 weeks out of a 52-week uh, year. How has that happened, or is that a secret you won't share with us here on the Carolina Outdoors? <laughs> well, you know, a lot of us just understanding what makes a strawberry uh, tick, and if you if you select uh, certain varieties, uh, those varieties uh, do not uh, the the day length does not affect whether they produce strawberries. It's all about the temperatures uh, and, and the sunlight. So if you can get a variety that uh that is more temperature based as opposed to day length based then you can grow them for uh, longer periods of time and uh, that's what we've been able to accomplish there and uh, well they, they usually start up in the mountains and so they get cooled off up in the mountains in the summertime when it's hot down here and then we bring them down here and plant them when it starts cooling off and that's how we're able to uh extend our season somewhat that's not all of it but that uh that gives you a little in a nutshell. <laughs> well, that's the part you can go public with. We can appreciate that. We need to maybe back up one little notch, too, because you alluded to your dad um, starting that farm. The modern version of the Bush and Vine Farm was in 1980. It's a family enterprise that has been in the family for over 150 years. Sam, you're the one who's carrying the ball right now. How has farming changed since your dad started that uh um, I don't even know the acreage of the farm back in 1980 to what you have going now. I know both of you, Clemson educated. It's not just about football down there at Clemson University these <laughs> days. Um, it's also horticulture and, of course, the ag program that's been so successful and wonderful at that university. Much of it carries on at Bush and Vine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's uh – a big team effort, um, and it's not just me. It's, it's it's him helping me, and and then all the many people that make the wheels go round here at the farm. It's a lot of uh, hand labor, hand work, 
Uh, a lot has changed since uh, 1980. Well, I'm going to uh, jump in on you, too, and, and interrupt, because one of the things uh, that has changed is for, I don't know, over 100 years, there were, or a long time, there was, in, especially in the 50s and 60s, there's an old peach packing barn open-air peach barn that's still on the farm and i think that was the uh the bush and vine farm up till a couple of years ago when there's a brand new facility that really was built and it's not just a produce stand it's uh kind of a um uh organic grocery store of sorts out there <laughs> yeah you know that that really helped us uh to be open for longer longer um uh, uh, periods of time be able to be open uh, year round as opposed to the old peach packing shell is more more seasonal uh this new facility has amenities it's got air conditioned for the summertime it's got heat <laughs> for the winter time uh you know um public restrooms and um just lots of uh, good ice cream uh to, to go with your fresh fruits and vegetables so uh yes a, a lot has changed uh we're, we're very blessed very thankful um, for all that we've been able to accomplish, and we, we certainly couldn't accomplish it without all the many people that have helped us in the past and that are helping us now. So. now none of the old-timers accused you of going soft, though, with that air conditioning, did they? In no, bathrooms, no, too. I, I'm not in the air conditioning all that much. <laughs> <laughs> Our guests, out in the field. <laughs> we're talking bush and vine farms as we prepare for the spring and upcoming summer fruits and produce and veggies that are all available at the Bush and Vine Farms. I'm Bill Barty. He's Wes Lawson here on the Carolina Outdoors. So, Sam, could you just explain to our listeners what really a, a CSA is? How do people interact with Bush and Vine through the CSA package? Sure. Yeah, the CSA stands for Community Supported Agriculture, and it is a subscription um, box, a box that you subscribe to to pick up. You pay for it in advance. Usually, uh, they all each season has its deadline, and it's usually about six uh, weeks in advance uh, prior to you picking up your first box. And uh, it helps us as farmers because we have a lot of expenses up front as far as uh, fertilizer and and labor expenses and, and seeds and that sort of thing. It helps us um pay for those kind of things and it also helps us with our planning to make sure we don't plant too much but also don't plant uh not enough uh and so it helps us uh know know how many vegetables to plant uh every season and uh and in return the customers the csa uh participants or members uh get boxes of fresh fruits and vegetables delivered to a, a convenient location um, uh, close to where they live. Uh, one of those locations happens to be Jesse Brown's. And uh, so that's been a lot of people really enjoy it. They call it uh, their uh, weekly uh, Christmas in a box because uh, they can't wait to open it up to see what's going to be in there. Well, y'all, y'all do such a good job of providing you know, foods that we are accustomed to and then one or two that maybe are a little bit new to us Um and maybe that's a function of how our grocery stores are set up. Maybe it's y'all are just being really generous with how to expand our palates. But it is nice to to see that blend of things that are that are new, uh, and maybe we can't quite pronounce or we're not quite sure is that kohlrabi? What is that? What does that taste like? Um, it really is a neat neat thing, and it helps us 
as participants really interact with uh, our community at large and the ground near us, don't you think? Yeah, most definitely. And, you know, it. Uh, I think we so often forget that uh, fruits and vegetables are, are good for us. Um, they've got vitamins and minerals in them that are that are very good for our bodies, that are good for our health. And um, sometimes uh, trying new things, you don't realize maybe what you might have been missing out on. Uh, and and so they're all good for you. Uh, maybe not something that we necessarily grab off the shelf, maybe because uh, the funny way it looks or something like that. But they're all good for us, good for your health. And uh, and that's what we're all about here at the Bush and Vine is we want to grow, uh, grow grow things that are good for us to eat um, that are that are good for our health. So. Well, you know the uh, the the purple okra certainly is good, and you have to kind of maybe do a little Google and a little internet research sometimes, folks, to figure out what this thing is and how should I prepare it. But it is worth it, especially when it comes from Bush and Vine. Mm. Well, thank you. It it is uh, it's. Uh, something that we really love to do we're passionate about uh about growing things and and thankful that we have that opportunity to grow things for people in our community and surrounding communities so well it certainly seems like business has been growing for y'all just based on the number of subscription boxes we see at jesse brown's and folks coming up those stairs or taking those free elevator rides to say where is my box of produce so it seems like y'all are staying pretty busy down there we are yes we're very very thankful uh um, with uh, with all the uh, interest in our CSA program, uh, uh, people like uh, subscribing to the CSA because they can kind of secure their food source uh, for seven weeks. Um, and 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 you know that's something else is we're very uh, we try to be involved in our community and and whatnot and and we want people to feel good about where their food is coming from and they can actually come out to the farm to see it growing, uh, to see where their food does does come from. And where so. the, I wanted to jump in. I want to ask you a little bit about that. Of course, we did it in the intro. Um, in Filbert, um, South Carolina, between York and Clover, it's the 1650 Filbert Highway is where the Bush and Vine Farm is located. And, Sam, to what you just said, you have had field trips, educational programs, pick-your-own festivals all taking place down there on the farm premise and people come in for that to uh, to you know participate in agriculture pick their own learn about food it's not just from the grocery store it comes from the ground what about the past year are people still coming out are you uh, inviting schools and field trips to come onto the farm or did that quieten down and what do you anticipate that to uh, if you can look in your crystal ball, what's going to be like late spring and early summer down there on the farm? Mm. Yeah, well, we are most certainly still uh, in, uh, inviting, happy for people to come to the farm uh, with us. That's the benefit to a farm is you're out in the open air. Um, we do limit the number of people in our store, but we are not doing uh, field trips uh, at this time just due to all the. Um, uh, scheduling that uh, schools are dealing with, uh, and not real sure where that might go in the future. But I know one thing for sure: we're going to keep growing fruits and vegetables for everybody to eat because we all have to eat. And uh, there's nothing more important to uh, uh, to uh, to our health than being able to eat. So uh, 
we're going to continue growing fruits and vegetables and uh we've got strawberries around the corner and we are still going to let people pick their own uh strawberries um when they come in when they are available uh, out in the field we're currently picking in the in our tunnels and uh so oh, somewhat, tell us uh, about the tunnel the, t- the tunnel is an enclosed space that helps protect those those uh those fruits right that's correct it's uh like a greenhouse uh without fans without heaters so it's uh it's just uh metal hoop pipes with clear plastic, just like a greenhouse, pretty much, and then you are uh, banking on the sun to, to heat it up in there. And so you do get some frost protection um, from the plastic. We also have to cover them, but it allows us to pick our strawberries uh, sooner. So we are currently picking in our tunnels right now, and then uh, we will be picking outside probably within about a month, about the middle of April. So, well, hey, we didn't. Just another way uh, we have extended our strawberry season. You're the one who said frost, not us. Are we out mm-hmm. of the? Uh, are we out of the danger zone? Um, as we air on WBT up and down the eastern seaboard early on a Saturday morning, it is the first day of spring. If you're joining us mm-hmm. via podcast, uh, it, it who knows when it is you're listening to the Carolina <laughs> Outdoors. But, Sam, are you going to call it? We Forget our friend Al uh, Conklin and Brad no Panovich. <laughs> <laughs> so the peaches aren't out of, the, out of the woods yet. Uh, we always say April 15th. Uh, but last year we had a frost, the latest frost we'd ever had, uh, I think it was about the tenth or twelfth of May. Um, wow! Uh, it wasn't a real, it wasn't a killing frost, but it was still a frost. Uh, hopefully, they won't be uh, this late, that late this year. Um, wow, that but, is uh, late. And you mentioned April fifteenth. If you go to the website, that is the cutoff for the summer produce package for the CSA. Those are those people coming to Jesse Brown's. They're also. I have a pickup in Rock Hill, Lake Wiley, all around. Of course, my favorite's Jesse Brown's. But um, the the summer uh, produce and fruit, anywhere from blueberries to cantaloupes and, and that sort of thing. Again, summer brings okra, corn, squash as well. Um, April 15th. But, Sam, these in modern times, don't give us a phone number. Don't even give us that address. What is the website so that we can register for the subscription we can see your address phone number for questions how do we get online with the bush and vine farm sure it is uh bush the letter n vine farm.com you okay. can google us uh you can type that in your uh, url but it's bush and vine farm.com you can get all that information on our website thank you so much for joining us here on the carolina outdoors we look forward to coming down there and getting a whole big old basket of strawberries. <laughs> That's Sam Thank Hall, you, Bush Thank and Vine you, Farm. Thank you, Sam. For West Lawson, I'm Bill Barty. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap up this thing called the Carolina Outdoors right after this.